Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your sweet and kind and gentle GM, Uwu Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Uh, hello. Hi. Hey. Alex Finn. I'm embracing my inner Jimbro, and I just let out the best burp into the microphone. If Daniel's brave, he'll leave it in. Oh, you assume I cut that out. Or it's in the bloopers. Dig for them. And Stace Babcock. I got my picture taken at work today for my employee record. And the photographer was like, just act mm-hmm. natural and look at the camera. And it all mm-hmm. went downhill from there. Did you make the photographer cry? I made her do like 25 takes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. She was rejecting them. <laughs> Let's try this again. <laughs> well, you know what you won't reject? Die Hard Dice. May reject your luck, but that's your own thing. Anyway, Die Hard Dice. Ooh, ooh. Get it right the first time with Die Hard Dice. Ooh. ooh. That is nice. <laughs> yeah. Get it right the first time. This is an online store. They sell beautiful polyhedral shapes for your gaming pleasures. They have a bunch of beautiful sets. They have these kind of Halloween-y ones out right now. They've got, I just learned about this today. They've got this D4 diehard dice, I don't know, crossover set where you like get a D20, you can like split it in half. And the idea is that you can kind of like mix and match different D20s to like fit your like dual class or whatever the theme is. So that's very cool. They also got a new Hexbreaker set with their new D4 design, which is like a D8. So it's like a double D4. It's very cool. So yeah, diehard dice. You should go buy their dice. And when you do, use our code EXPLORERSWANTED and you can get 10% off your order. That's a high quality product for a little bit cheaper and you're helping to support the show. So please do that or tell a friend to do that or do both. I don't know. Have a good one. Goodbye. How many split concept characters have you created, Samson, since you discovered those dice? Well, I only discovered them like maybe a half hour ago. So, so two, three. So 30. <laughs> I, it's tough because I'm kind of in Numenera mode right now and you can't really like split character classes in Numenera. But you can split them in twain. I gotta go like light side, dark side. Well, it's, it's tough because the theme for this one is tears and fears, and I don't really have a. Okay, th- here's the answer. I don't have a character. I don't have a character. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They have other ones though. They've had the multi classes for a while. Oh, they have. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's others if you go back farther. Tears and fears. I feel like you could do a lot with that. There are a Twitch streaming group that hard dice affiliates. Oh dang! Oh. Dope. So, who remembers what happened last time? I'm gonna pick on Alex. Was that when, like, Stace's character just went all bamf and solved the entire side plot of kidnapping by herself? I'm still not sure it's real. And then we went to the library? The library was last episode. Okay. We went on a library tour. The end. Well, she's not wrong. Exactly what I remember. (laughs) Yep. That seems like a good episode with a rusty (laughs) trombone. Do you want to help her, Samson? Yeah, so... Last episode started with, I think, Ilsen basically waking up back into her place, and then she decides to go to work. And then Esri and Magpie made a decision that they needed to go to the library, but neither of them can read, or I don't know. I don't remember why they needed Ilsen. They came up to the Corpus Caller to find Ilsen. Ilsen kind of distanced herself because she's being looked for now, or she's being watched, I should say. I think we thought Ilsen had been kidnapped and were attempting a rescue. Oh, that's right, because you had run into Ferdinand on the way up. Yes. Okay, that that's where you were. Okay, so yeah, Ferdinand gives you the heads up that Ilsen might be taking a walk, so to speak. But you get to the Corpus Caller, find that Ilsen is there, but she's distancing herself. 
tries to lead Magpie and Ezri up to the surface where the surface city where the library is, but Ezri decides that that's a bad idea for her since she's a little hot right now. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Magpie is as well, but Hell yeah. All right. <laughs> Magpie is wanted as well on the surface city, but she's got her mask on. So we go to the library, find some stuff, find that these creatures were called jailers. The creatures that were in the old enclave that bucked up poor Geith with his gorilla arm. Yeah, so find a little bit of the creatures. Elsene also kind of knows that her back is hurting, so Magpie checks it out. There's a tracker in there, probably. So we go to the back archives. Oh yeah, we're gonna do surgery! But then, before we really finish that, we cut away to Ezri, who was talking to Mr. T, who only seems to talk to her when no one else is around. Hmm. Hmm. Because he pities the fool. <laughs> and also, my last note on this last session was Yasmin is low-key struggle bussing. I don't remember the full context for that, but I believe it. She's too tender for this world. Mm. Oh, right. She followed you two up. She has to come along. Yeah. Yeah. Is she an adult? Because I was about to say she's an adult and can make her own choices, but I didn't realize. I don't know how old she is. Maybe she can't. Oops. She's about 16. That sounds about right. We're jumping off bridges. Seems like fun. Mr. Tompkins looks at Esri and says, well, this is quite a mess you've gotten yourself into. Oh, better than my old mess. It's your old mess. The workhouse. What's a workhouse? Uh, well, that depends on who you ask. But basically, it's a prison where you do work. House kind of does what it says on the tin, then. Yeah, exactly. I uh, broke up rocks. That seems a little boring. There's not even a hunt in that. But there is satisfaction. Hmm. Are they different sorts of rocks? Do they try to get away? No, they take... Sometimes you have to hit them harder than other rocks. You have to get the right angle to break off a sizable chunk. You know, you're turning big rocks into little rocks. <laughs> well, this story just got a lot sadder. Right. So better than my old mess. Hmm. You still look a little rough. I can smell blood on you still. I might take a nap after I check in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You should clean yourself, too. Oh, right. Baths are a thing. That's a terribly uncivilized way to clean yourself. I'm not licking myself. Tongue bath all the way. <laughs> for the character development. Your loss. You have a better tongue for it. That's what she said. Literally, because that's what she <laughs> <laughs> Well, of course I do. And he twitches his tail and kind of whines between your legs, and then he goes off to find a chair to hop on and nap. Ezri goes and finds Tibu. Tibu is currently busy. She's working with Zidon on rearranging, like, some storage space, trying to figure out, like, where they're going to move things. And Sarkis is, he started, like, lining up wood, and he seems to be making the beginnings of the outline of the platform that you guys will be moving things up. So he's currently laying supporting boards. And Tibu is moving things around and then also, like, double-checking some inventory. She looks up and sees you. Oh, Esri. Tibu, Elson's fine. Okay, that's good, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what can I help with? She kind of looks around at everybody in there and she's like, Sarka seems pretty focused. I think anybody else getting involved will probably just get in his way. You could help Hartman set up a cook fire. We'll start with sort of a rudimentary, since we need to do a lot more work to make it easier to cook in here, but he's just getting started. He could definitely use help moving some things. All right. Yeah. Moving things. On it. Is uh, Yasmin back? Yeah. Did you come back with you? Yep. Okay. Good. I think she was going to help with the inventory. Well, then she should be over here. Yasmin. 
Ezra will walk to the other side of the room. Yasmin! Yasmin? No answer. Ezra will look at Tibu, just like absolutely freaking out. Tibu looks freaked as well. She comes over to you. You're absolutely sure she came back in with you, right? Yes. <sighs> Why would she leave again then? She said, thank you for the opportunity to go with me. Okay. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I'm going to start looking. Okay. Be careful. I will. What's Talazar up to? He's currently digging the latrine. All right. I'm going to uh, have him look also. Okay. All right. And as you head towards the latrine, we cut back to Magpie and Ilsen. I can't remember if we did roll or did not. I think I cut away just before you made your incision to go for it. Okay. Did I already roll for it? Nope. I guess we're rolling fresh now. Yeah, so the scar is not particularly big. So in terms of incision and getting in there, the wrists aren't necessarily that high for this. So this will be a nine intellect roll. Is it like dermal level? Like subdermal. Elsen is fighting on the strap of her bag. Oh, yeah. We thought that would help. That's cute. I'm going to use emotional support. Emotionally support her biting down the bag. So it doesn't hurt as much and she doesn't scream. Ooh, so she doesn't move. So I don't like just accidentally go whoosh. That's a good idea. Mm. So here's a fun thing, just because it's player versus player on this. And I don't know how the emotional support ability works at all, but... Me either. I don't know if Ilsen would benefit from... Accept it? Yeah, just kind of given Ilsen and Magpie's relationship at the moment. I don't know if... Yeah. Maybe emotional support is just Magpie knowing exactly how Wilson would like her to respond. Ooh. Which could be doing nothing. Uh, maybe. That was that was just the thought that came into my head. Valid. This is a rather small cut mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. So I think you could just say that you're deliberately trying to hold as still as you can, and that would be enough to grant an asset on the cutting that Magpie is doing. Oh, great, yeah. Wilson decides to not jump around during surgery. What? See, our characters do make smart decisions. <laughs> 17. Okay. You're able to cut and pull that thing out of Ilson. Ilson, you can feel the cut on your skin, which is awesome, you know, but it takes a moment before you really start feeling the sting of that. And at that same time, Magpie kind of reaches in and starts pulling out this thing. You feel something kind of pulling out and like pushing at the edges of your skin there. It's like disc shaped, so like it gets wider before it comes out. <laughs> And then when it comes out, you still feel this faint tugging. As Magpie, you pull out this little disc of synth, and trailing behind it is about a foot's worth of wire getting pulled out from underneath Ilsen's connective tissue. Gross! Oh, how did they stick this in you? Just so much. She holds up this blood-soaked um, device. <laughs> Ilsen probably takes a few seconds before she can see again. Blood is welling, by the way, at Ilsen's cut. Oh, fine. Magpie will hold pressure on the wound with, like, a scrap of Ilsen's, like, shirt. Okay. Seems rude. Not even, like, a ba- like a bandage. Not even, like, a sock. Part of Ilsen's shirt. Uh, is there a first aid kit in the Explorer's pack? No. See what I mean? Would you really want a random sock back there? How bad is it? Do you have any spare thread? It's not just welling at this point. Like, it started welling up, and it's definitely like that kind of, if you imagine it, blood kind of sopping out. Mm. That's why we're putting pressure. Okay, hold on. I 
explorer's pack has like extra clothes though right yes it would then yeah Ilstein will pull out like some scrap of cloth maybe an extra shirt or something mm-hmm. toss that to magpie for bandaging okay magpie then because you're getting that clean shirt give me a nine intellect roll sorry i'm just medically looking at this so how big is the disc the disc has the same diameter as an american quarter all right Trying to figure out if she can make stitches. I think that's wide enough that it needs stitches. It's not just going to stop bleeding on its own. Well, and this doesn't have to be the only thing we do for it. We can just, like, bandage it up now and then get out to, like, an actual doctor right after this. We just need to get out of the building without bleeding everywhere. Eleven. So I guess she's using, like, the scrap of shirt to, like, further pack the wound and then wrapping her dirty shirt around it to kind of secure it in place and then handing her the clean shirt to wear out? (laughs) Yep, you do that. All that stuff happens. (laughs) I mean, she's going to have a weird hunchback, but whatever. Oh my god. Thank you. And I guess Ilsen will try to make herself look as not wounded as possible. There's a big puddle of blood on the ground. Magpie is helping her put on the shirt. She's not that much of a jerk face. Imagine you just had like back surgery and they're like okay now dress yourself (laughs) and just throw a t-shirt at your face (laughs) do we have any more scraps of clothing because kind of dirty in here if i just say i use the rest of my extra clothes from the explorers pack can that just be like we use that to help clean up the mess or whatever messes we've made yeah yeah yeah. also you should still see a doctor yes for sure uh can you help with the puddle though i can't i can't bend down at the moment (laughs) and she, she will though okay Thank you, senpai. You're able to do that. It takes a little while because you've got to like sop the stuff up and then it always seems like there's an extra smear that you missed or that you made mm. because you used the cloth for too long. But yeah, you guys get it relatively cleaned up. I mean, if somebody goes back there, they're definitely going to notice on some level and have to clean up, but it doesn't look like anybody died. <laughs> Win some, lose some. Ilsen will take the bloody clothes and put that in her bag and hopefully try to rearrange stuff so that the non-bloody stuff is on top and getting the bloody clothes. What do you guys do with the device? I guess we put it in Magpie's bag? Actually, can I have that? I mean, sure. It should probably stay with you if that's how they were tracking you. Yeah, I. it's felt like two weeks have passed since you pulled that thing out of me. I've been in so much pain. But it gave me time to think that, yeah, I think the tracker should probably stay with me instead of suddenly disappearing the day after I got it. Hmm. I mean, imagine what they were tracking that needed this big of a wire. Actually, that's a good point. Are the wires attached to anything on the other side from the disc? They seem to be extending. They sort of end in weird, bristly connectors, like little Velcro hooks if they were made out of metal. Jesus. So when it was pulled out, it probably obviously hurt, but was it? did it feel like it was attached to anything, or was Zilsa not able to like really discern that? If it was attached to something, it was something you didn't have the kind of nerve endings on that you could really sense anything, but you could feel it being pulled underneath your skin to the wound. Okay. Interesting. That feeling of it being pulled, though, definitely started in your upper back, like near your shoulder. Uh, okay. Else then we'll take the thing, wrap it up, and put it in a different pocket. Okay. Actually, no, she's going to turn away from Magpie and put it in a secret pocket in her suspenders. Snow pockets great enough for magpie just saying <laughs> yeah so you've got it in your pouch what do you do now all right let's get out of here mm, i don't think we'll be invited back if they discover this correct 
And I guess we try to get out as stealthily as possible. No, 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 no. We go out as normally as possible. Well, after we take a few steps, Ilsen looks behind her. Is she leaving a blood trail? What's the situation down the back? You don't seem to be leaving a blood trail. Okay. Then we leave as normally and quietly as possible. Just a couple of NPCs just in the background. Nothing to see here. We're just... Must be the wind. That wind, yeah. We're not even hand-drawn. We're just CG. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't have any problem doing that. You wander out because the, they knew that you were in there. They had let Magpie and you through. Right. Mm-hmm. We continue to do this all the way out of the surface city. Mm-hmm. Oh. Two normal dudes. As you go, you do pass at two different intervals on your way to the lifts down. People in transit guild uniforms handing out flyers of Magpie's face and the false face that Ilson used on the assault on the transit guild. Uh, do we get handed those? Yes. Dope. They're really good likenesses considering how badly you guys beat up that guard. Clearly you did not give him enough of a concussion. Good to know for next time. <laughs> Always lethal damage. Concuss harder. And what? What do you guys do? We continue to just be NPCs. Casual dudes on a casual night out. We have an idle animation and everything. Mm-hmm. Damn, some evens rods. Oh, evens. Stace, roll die. Tell me if you get even rod. Ooh, that's three. Sorry. So you get down to about tier seven. And as you make your way to the lifts down, you are stopped by five rather large individuals. And they are wearing the colors of the briskers. Okay. So... If we're all the way down on tier seven, Ilsen would be wearing her normal face. And also, I certainly, once once they got past tier three, she would have tried to uh, get rid of the uh, bloody clothes at some point. Yeah, that's fair. Odalai would like a word. I suppose right now? That would be good. Best not to keep him waiting. All right. Ilsen will look at Magpie and just be like, I suppose we go. Oh, is this an invitation for both of us? We specifically want to talk to both of you. Say what? Is that sarcasm? Are you mocking me? No, Odalai wants to talk to both of you. It's been a long day. Sorry. After you? Yes, after you. Also, if you have a medic that could look at me real quick while we're talking to Odalai, that'd be fantastic. And a sandwich. We'll see how your chat goes. All right. Thank you. Surprise, I'm craving meat. You are led to one of the Brisker warehouses. It's not the same one that you guys went to before. And as you come in, they lead you to where two chairs are set up in the center of the warehouse floor, and there is a table nearby that Odalai is currently leaning over. And as you're led in, you're kind of directed to the chairs, and Odalai says, sit down. Ilsen will gingerly sit down. I was going to stay standing. I said, sit down. Stay along. Come on. This is, we don't have Ezra here. Fine, <sighs> she's going to do that, you know. Step over the chair and sit down, move. So Odalai sighs and says, We have a mutual problem. Could you elaborate, please? Something was stolen from our warehouse. Uh-huh. Something valuable and important. Okay. We don't have it, whatever it is. Well, you see, this is where the mutual problem comes in. Because it happened the same damn night you were here. Uh, Okay. And why exactly would that be a problem for us? Because right now, you're my most likely suspects. Okay, and we don't have it, whatever it is. What exactly was taken? An artifact. 
one that we had a committed buyer for. Do we have any more descriptors? He narrows his eyes at you. Roughly diamond-shaped. How big? About a foot in length. Um, well, you and uh, your people will remember that we had just stayed in the waiting room, whatever that was. We played cards, or at least uh, me and Esley did. Your people just watched us the whole time. I think I went to the bathroom. I went to my bathroom. Yeah, so you would have known us, especially us two, if we were holding a foot-sized, foot-long diamond-shaped thing. Imagine the holes you could put that in. Mm-hmm. And Esri? Esri couldn't have it because everyone knows where Esri is all the time. She's huge. <laughs> Hard to miss. So I understand that you are frustrated and that we are the easiest target for you. We'd be happy to help find this old thing, or would you rather have the thief? We are currently looking for employment. Neither of you know anything about this. I have not heard anything through my various channels about it. Oh, I look at you, Magpie. <laughs> the whole world looks at Magpie. <laughs> Normally, we don't talk business without getting a deposit. I mean, you want to use my information sources. Well, right now, what you're trying to do is avoid me deciding to make an example of you so that nobody else tries this. I don't have it. It's still going to be a deception roll, even <laughs> though you're not. Technically, word she for word lying. You're evading. You know I get it. So it's a 15. What's your descriptor, by the way? Ernest. Yeah, you are an Ernest Dell. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Garbage! Are you penalized for lying? But she's trained in persuasion. Damn. But you're trying to deceive. <laughs> Persuading her to believe the lie. You always speak from the heart. Aww. But you have to apply this under the unique circumstances. I mean, she could have a black heart. It's not explicitly lying. What you do have is you always have an inability in seeing through lies or trickery or detecting a lie. So she just assumes everyone's lying. So, 15. Peacefully opening communications. You're on the edge of unpeaceful communications right now. I say boo. Boo. I guess I'll use a level of intellect. Okay. That makes it a 12. Wouldn't it be funny if I failed this and we had to do like a fight? It would be funny. No, right after not. you have surgery? I think it would be really exciting. It would be super good listening content. Okay. Here we go. I guess. Ready for this? 14. Okay. Yeah. Take that good listening content. <laughs> Odalai looks at you and says, right. Do you want to help us find this? For the right price? Sure. Yeah. Okay, let me tell you your priorities. Number one, most important thing, I want the person who stole from us. Thief. Got it. Mm. I want them alive. Thief alive? Okay. Nobody kills them but me. How about Mame? Mame is fine. Second, I want the item. Uh, it'll send nodding along as I write this down. Thief is priority, item second. Mamed okay, but alive is priority. I mean, at this point, I'm assuming they must have fenced it already. Nobody's stupid enough to take it and then hang on to it. Yes, and if I haven't heard anything, and if no one else has uh, heard of anything, then they must have uh, had a buyer before they even came for the thing. Yeah. Well, there's an idea. Have you asked your buyer if they got it cheaper somewhere else? They haven't. There goes one theory. So you find this person. You bring them back here. You find the item. I'll pay you a bonus for the item. All right. But I want that beef here. All right. 
just a couple of questions just to help us narrow down where we should start looking. And besides us, any suspicious people that you remember encountering in the weeks leading up to this? Any long-standing enemies that would do something like this? Personal or business, whatever? I mean, you describe most of the people I talk to on a daily basis. <sighs> That's what I was somewhat afraid about. Any of them that stick out, though? I can't think of anything. Kind of caught us completely off guard. All right. I'm not sure if this was just a stupid, greedy thief or one of the other gangs sent somebody to deliberately mess with us. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, well, uh, Magpie, if you don't have any questions, I guess we'll get out of your hair. If anything does come up, send your least suspicious-looking person up to the uh, corpus collar. Say they're a, a source for me. They'll send. They'll send Vite, reporter. Sorry. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. But only if you have something, for both our sakes. I don't want you anywhere near the corpus collar. No. Have to sometimes. We have an arrangement with Bertram. Oh. I was wondering where I was getting his information. It was too good. Oh. Well, find our thief, and maybe that'll improve you, too. That's motivation enough. But money's better. Yes. I, 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 cash on delivery. Of course. Well. And he'll send well. <laughs> Try to push off, but then (laughs) Elsen tries to push away, but then kind of like freezes in the pain. And then Odalai's doing that thing where he's just sort of watching you with dead shark eyes as you guys get up. He doesn't blink at all. I I asked earlier if um, we could see a medic about a thing I had to deal with earlier today. Is that is that possible, or is it better to just leave? I'd take care of it yourself. All right, thank you so much. The only medic we had here uh, tonight was Donnie. He points over to somebody who's standing in front of a table with all sorts of sharp surgical devices. All right, that's looking very well organized, Donnie. Let's not mess with it. <laughs> Donnie just looks at you with his jaw, like, half open. Mm-hmm. Oh, suddenly. Okay, you guys leave. Mm-hmm. Esri. Oh, hi. You have reached the latrine that Talazar is digging, and he is digging with this hand trowel, and he looks up at you. Yeah, I know it's not much. Uh, we're going to go see if we can find one of the toilet beasts tomorrow that we can transplant to a spot inside. But for now, we'll just go out here. Good job. Uh, good work. I need your help, though. Okay. Yasmin's missing. Okay. Um. I need your help with this. Okay? Yeah, yeah. First, let's see if she left a note. Can't find one. We're going to go looking for her. All right? Okay. Yeah, All sure. Right. Sure thing. Ezri will go to wherever Yasmin's bedroll is or any other place she th- she thinks she might find a note. Give me a perception roll of nine. Okay, Ezri's trained. Seven. Okay, so you do find, tucked underneath one of the pillows, essentially, not a note or anything like that, but what is clearly a tear-stained scrap of one of your wanted posters. Crying at the disco. Tibu. Yeah? What do you think this means? Oh, she's had that for months. Why is she crying all over it? Tibu looks at you, her eyes kind of widen a bit in sympathy, and she's like, Esri, why do you think? She's scared? Yeah, she's scared. Why would she run away if she's scared? I, I don't know. Right, right. Um, See if you can find anything else. We're, we're, we're going to head out. Okay. All right, Talazar. Okay, let's go. Where do you want to check first? Where does Yasmin like to go? Or, or would Ezri know that? Definitely you wouldn't know anywhere on this tier or anything like that. Because as far as you're aware, Yasmin would rarely go very far from the Enclave. Like, she would go to pick up stuff, but it was rare for her to head out more than a tier in any direction. 
there were some places on the third tier, like shops, that she would frequent. If there's somewhere else that she would go, like, and stop in between errands or anything like that, I don't think Yasmin shared that with anybody. Okay, so as we'll say to Talazar, look around this area. I'm going to go check the old enclave. Oh, okay. If you find her or uh, any clues, tell Tibu. Look for an hour and then report it. Okay, sure thing. All right, thank you. As we will head back to the old enclave. Evens rods. Ots. Samson, roll die. Tell me she get even rod. I got a nine. Nice. As you're going up to the seventh tier on your way up there, you bump into Magpie and Ilson. Uh, oh. And Ilson is looking quite pale. Hello. Yasmin's missing. Are you guys free? Uh, I am. I don't even know anymore. Somebody else should see a doctor. I do have a doctor. I need one. Okay. You, I mean, go back and, and definitely see Rob. What? Oh, you don't know where you're going. No. Shit. Oh, wait, wait. I can't go anyway. They see me. Ilsen's kind of losing it at this point. Oh, there was a tracking device in her. It was huge. Okay, well, Ilsen, why don't you stay here? Okay. Or nearby, and yeah. Magpie, go get Rob. Mag, mag, magpie? Magpie? Yes? Will you, will you go get Rob? <laughs> I, mm. <laughs> okay. And she just kind of slowly walks off. Maybe she's getting robbed, maybe she's not. Who knows? It sometimes feels like Magpie is more of a cat than Mr. Tompkins. Mm-hmm. Esri is fucking losing her goddamn mind. So, she'll look at Ilsen. Hello. Would you like me to carry you? Yes. Okay. Esri will pick up Ilsen and deposit Ilsen in somewhere a little bit off the beaten path. Okay. Magpie. No, Ilsen. Yes, you are. Magpie. Did Magpie walk off? Magpie already walked off to get, get Rob. It wasn't that long. Oh, okay. Like a second. She's probably down the hall, maybe. Magpie. Mm-hmm. Please get Rob. Yeah, I know. Okay. I did the surgery. That's terrifying. I know. She is actually getting Rob, don't worry. But she walks off again. Some time passes and Magpie and Rob come back. All right, great. I'm going to the old enclave to look for Yasmin, who's missing. I'll be back. Rob? You think Yasmin's at the old enclave? I have no idea. Talazar's checking tier eight. I'm going to go check there. Do you have any ideas of where to look? No, no idea. She's not usually one to, like, spend a whole lot of time outside the enclave anyway, unless it's an errant. I know. Wait, what? Do you think she's still inside the base? I didn't say that. I'm just saying it's weird for her to go out and about when she doesn't have to. Okay, well, when you get back, if you could have people, like, check the hiding spots, that's smart. Sure thing. Thank you. When you're checking that wound, um, don't forget to wash your hands. That's for good advice. Um, I was going to say, was Rob the one digging the latrines? No, Rob wasn't digging the latrines. That guy is currently searching the eighth tier. Fair. To be clear, are you guys splitting up, or is Ilsen, after she's patched up a little bit, coming with you? Oh, how long does Ilsen need? I mean, I can't, I'm out of recovery rolls except for the 10 hour one, so Ilsen can come with, but she's not going to be much help in a fight. But as long as we don't fight, we'll be fine. As long as we don't fight? No. Oh, well. As long as Ilsen doesn't have to fight. Oh. By the way, Ilsen's passed out. There. There's a lot of blood loss. I would assume. Came from a very stressful situation, and then when she came out, mm-hmm. she relaxed a little bit, and then that just let more blood out. It's been a whole thing. Didn't have any eclairs. It's fine. Mm hmm. Or juice. 
And if I recall correctly, I don't think Ilsa's really explained what happened to her yet at all. No. In any detail. No. It would have been a little goofy, and Ezri might have had to ask a few questions, but I think Ilsa would have at least explained a little bit, summarized, when uh, Magpie went to get Rob. Okay. So, Ezri will shake Ilsa, give her an uh. aggressive sternum rub. Oh. Where do you live? I will take you there. Oh, we're breaking into her house. I know that one. We're not breaking in. I don't know. You don't need to know where I live. Where would you like to be deposited, Nelson? At work. She lives at work. You want want me to take you to the collar? No, that's fine. I'm fine. I can walk. Am I stood up? Robbie, did you do your thing? Yeah, as best I could. Thank you. I'm an office at surgery. (laughs) I should have waited. I'm fine. I do need something to eat, though. Grab something on the way. I need to go find Yasmin. Where did she go? I don't know. And Ilsen's picking herself up. I'm going back to the old enclave. Check there. All right. You seem like you should go home, but I don't have time for this, so let's go. That way anyway, so... That's good to know. Okay. So, guys are heading back. Ilsen, are you planning to go to your place or not? Because that just affects how I... No, unless you think Ilsen should have some sort of, like, mechanical effect... With the injury incision. Injured. Ilsen's fine to tag along. Okay, yeah. One thing down the damage train. No, don't do the same. No, no. Don't, don't get my ideas. <laughs> so you guys get to the third tier and back to the old enclave. Actually, right before, once we're on tier three, Ilsen will remind Ezri, I am being tracked right now. Are you okay with uh, ghouls possibly knowing where the old enclave is? Probably not. All right, then maybe I will peel off here. Just because of what's inside. All right, fair enough. Might be funny, though. Yasmin's missing. I'll look for her around tier three. Just around the whole tier. While you guys look at the uh, old enclave. All right, thank you. Back by, let's go. Okay, guys, go in. You slip through the hidden door. It takes a little bit of work to do it when there's not somebody inside to help, but you guys get through no problem. And you are in the old enclave. Of course, looks quite empty now. Yasmin! Don't hear any response. Ezra, let's just go through all, all the rooms in the in the crawl space rooms. Not fucking with Wisconsin. Okay. So you go into the crawl space, and as you are going through the rooms on your way, you notice across the hall from the leavings room, there's that perfectly squared off synth room. Mm-hmm. There are deep scratches along the metal that weren't there before. Almost like something massive had clawed the wall. Like one of them things? Like one of them things. All right. Okay. Is it a left or a right hand? And which one do we have? Is it like key or car style, or is it like werewolf (laughs) style? More like werewolf style. Okay. Wow. So not being petty. (laughs) (laughs) To the wall! I'm sorry, that just made it like 10 times more amusing for me to imagine them just keying things into the wall. But no Yasmin. No Yasmin. Hey, Ezri. Oh yeah, um, Magpie's using tracking to assist with this. I almost forgot. <laughs> so, you're doing tracking. I think this will be a 12. With the level of effort from the tracking? That would make it a 9. And the dad advice from Ezri? Remember, you gotta look for where they stepped. (laughs) So that makes it a three. Oh, I just dropped one die. Eleven. Okay. Something definitely came down from the mail sconce door (sighs) and came over into this room. (laughs) And it's at that moment 
you guys hear from that mail scout store. Which store is that coming from? The mail sconce store, the one in the ceiling. It's time to go. I mean, they've checked everywhere at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ezri's GTFOing. Is Magpie hanging around or is she running after Ezri? Well, is Ilson still there? No. No, Ilson didn't come in. Okay, good. Magpie's out. For some reason, I thought Ilson was like drunkenly following us. <laughs> That's a bad idea. So as you're GTFOing out of the crawl space, Ezra, you're just in that sort of narrow part of the crawl space where you're heading back to the exit. Mm-hmm. When you guys think in the distance, you hear something creak and you hear a sound like... <laughs> and that's rolling in this episode. Oh, dear. Oh, my. So, Samson, something about this episode. Surgery episode, just like last time. It's a surgery episode. Mm. So that was fun. <laughs> but she didn't have anything to like sew into your skin. Yeah, but we had a we had, we have a souvenir this time. Mm-hmm. True, and it's not just spleen. You know, we got to do something different for mm-hmm. camping too. Alex, I almost called you Cha Cha like it was your human name. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I, I've definitely had that very close to happening for me when I'm like, oh fucking Cha Cha. I mean, fucking magpie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's a character at least. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I also like that we successfully, well, at least momentarily, circumvented uh, Odalize stuff. I wonder what we'll do to deal with that situation, looking at Alex. I know, it's so weird. I wonder where that thief is. They're so mysterious and good at their job. I imagine you guys gathered, but it could have gone very, very bad for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners an XP to check out? I would offer our listeners an XP to check out what Samson's about to recommend. (laughs) (laughs) Plot twist. I would recommend listeners check out a show that's been around for a while, but it's in AMC jail, but has recently come to HBO Max, and I started watching it. It's fantastic. It's the interview with the vampire show. Have you guys heard about this? Oh. Yeah, I've heard good things. Yeah, it's fantastic. It is both a remake. Like following the book? Oh, so here's the thing. The show is both a remake and a sequel to the movie with uh, Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise and Christian Slater. When they were gay lovers, yeah. Uh, and now it's very explicit. They've also changed like a ton of stuff. So the premise is that Christian Slater and Brad Pitt's characters from the first movie are coming back together because they were both young and stupid at the time. So let's redo the interview. That's it. And... Mm. it's fine because the rest of the show is fantastic. Playing Brad Pitt's character is, I don't remember the actor's name, but it's the same guy who played Grey Worm from Game of Thrones. Mm. Yeah. And they've changed everything with the backstory. The original movie initially took place in like 1790 or something. Yeah. This time, the story starts in 1910 in New Orleans. And Louis is a pimp in the, not the French Quarter. I can't remember the uh, section of the city, but he's a pimp in New Orleans. So that's fun. And yeah, like, the acting is fantastic. Lestat's very cool. The guy who's playing Louis is playing like Louis at like different stages of his life. But anyway, yeah, this is such a cool take. It kind of reminds me of what Lovecraft Country was, mm-hmm. the works of H.P. Lovecraft. This is very much a more like thoughtfully told story about gay relationships and race. Boy, do they go into it. And yeah, it's just fantastic. It's more parallel to the source material than in it. I would say it's doing what we all kind of want the books to be doing, but not what they're actually doing, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah. This is basically like fan fiction, but we're rewriting the whole story to make it better. I support that. Mm-hmm. Those books weren't that great. Yeah. It's really good. All the actors are good. Oh my god, Claudia. Claudia in this one. Uh, that was Kirsten Dunst's character. Claudia in this one's fucking mm. so cool. Oh, okay. So yeah, Interview with the Vampire. Currently available on Max. I think you can get it through Amazon, but you need to deal with AMC's bullshit on there. So pick your poison, but absolutely worth it. Go watch the show. Okay. And if people wanted to tell us what they think of the TV series of Interview with the Vampire, how would they do that, Samson? They can wait for me to pull up the socials that I read off, and they will hear that I say that we have a website, ExplorersWanted.fm. On there, you'll see all our socials. On Mastodon, we are at ExplorersWanted at Dice.Camp. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at ExplorersWanted Podcast. But the best place to hang out with us and ask us questions and stuff is to come to our Discord, ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord. Talk about various topics, plants, animals, video games. We got it all. Also, if it is within your means and you're feeling generous, Patreon.com slash ExplorersWanted is the best place to support us. Also, please use our dice filler code DieHardDice. Type in ExplorersWanted at checkout, get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you can do for us is to tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it podcast spread by word of mouth second best thing you could do for us is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory specifically like apple Podcasts or Podchaser. those really help us grow as well and if you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh i want you to recognize that you are not alone the cold night the darkest sky none of these you must face by yourself because you won't there are so many others. And honestly, I give you maybe two hours before they catch you. Tick tock, motherfucker. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlik, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You find me on our Discord. I'm Cease Windu. I got nothing. I'm too tired. I'm at Potato on Twitter and at Potato at Dice.Camp on Macedon. Daniel really overestimates my cardio capabilities. I'm too with the unicorn in Instagram, Twitch, and threads. Yes. I think those are social media platforms. So far still. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. bye.